down with the Yo, so we're gonna get started eventually. As soon as this laptop does what I want it to do, but we're live now. We live, baby. <laughs> we're live, you know. We live, baby. But I want this song to start because I just feel like I need to start it off. There we go. And I just love this song. Shouts to Jaden. Ah, uh, yeah. Dope album, by the way. If you have not listened to it, please check it out. If you haven't listened to it, Eris. Eris. If you haven't listened to Eris, what are you doing with your life? Dope album. If you haven't stayed far from home, don't talk to me. When I'm not with you, I feel awful. Song just speaks like you like it's like the summertime. You at a, you at a, you know, when y'all little day parties and shit, you kicking back. See chick, you, you, you. For like last hour, you, know, you got to cover courage up now. If you drink, you wanna, you know, yeah, yeah, you, you just you start thinking about life. If I go over to her right now, right now, right now, right now, it could lead to this tomorrow. But what if you went out the whole summer? But what if you don't? And that shit, you know, you wake up and realize, nah, I'm still over here in the corner. I ain't said shit. My life in a nutshell. Whatever, nigga, you married. Last time. Not married. Go play matrimony from you, but Wale. Fuck you. Oh shit! What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, world? What's up, world? What's up, world? What's up, world? You you sway now? No, nigga. What's up, world? This your boy Sway. Ah, you're so funny. Ah, All right. I'll be here all week. Spay and neuter your pants. this nigga out. All right. Spay and neuter your pants. As usual, as usual, I'm back with this petty ass nigga. Petty Murphy. He must have got that shit from me, too. See, this is what I get hanging around you for too long. Right. Um, As usual, I am your host, Will K. The King. And this is the Down with the King podcast. The and King. I'm sitting alongside this old punk ass nigga named C. Wade. AKA Petty Murphy. Um, and this is episode since we did a lot wrong last time because last episode was actually 29. We kept saying 28 because we're dumb. Yeah, we dumb. But we this do. episode is number 30. It's a grown ass man now. It is number fucking 30. Number 3-0. Speaking of 30, before we get further into this, mm-hmm. shouts to my little bro, Jay Will. His little, his 30th birthday was yeah. yesterday. Shouts to my little bro. Um, one of the hardest working people you'll ever meet. And just he's the little brother of the crew, so we know we we had to, you know we we brought him up the hard way. But he's you know he's probably as my brother said he's the best of us. But he tried to throw in a little um uh little asterisks. Uh, no, he's like aside from me, he's the best of us. I said, how you gonna slip that aside from me in there? Whatever, nigga, you trying to give yourself a compliment to same side. <laughs> but shouts to my little brother Jay Will. I know he listens to the podcast. Um, he will Shout be on the Jay podcast Will. one day. Um, and soon, and um, because Jay Will has some really uh dope thoughts, and he's a um, is believe me, you'll you'll want to hear yeah. what he has to say. Um, so with that being said, um, what's going on, Seaway? How you doing, sir? Man, I'm doing great. I, I'm doing great. How's married life treating you? I, I'm not married though. <laughs> 
but I'm not married though. <laughs> um, you just you just want me to be married so bad. Nigga, you married? I'm not married. Do y'all live together? Not not married though. Do, do, do you live together? Live together. Yeah. Do y'all share a vehicle? We have to. Married? <laughs> no. <laughs> married? Not not in the slightest. M- m- married? Nah. Not in the slightest. <laughs> Oh, but um, other than your married life, how is everything I good? I um, everything good, uh, sir. Uh, <laughs> how was your How was your week? How was your weekend, sir? How was your weekend? Everything is good. Everything is good. You know, uh, went and saw the family over the weekend. Everybody else is doing all right. Which family? Yours or hers? Mine. You guys got to like mine. alternate, right? M- yeah. My family. I mean, technically, it's both of your families if you really want to. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear family is good. Jesus. Um, my weekend was um, interesting. I went to the Taste Fest in Chicago. Yeah, tell us about sh- that. Shouts to Chi-Town. Um, Chirac. A lot of fucking driving. Four-hour drive. Um, also, I hate toll booths. I tell you, I hate toll roads. <laughs> Fuck the motherfucker. Uh, now, it's not as many as when we drove to Illinois because going straight to Chicago, you only have three. We had we went through at least five of them bitches. Yeah, like every one. Like, yeah, it was a bunch of them. But it's only like three on your way to Chicago, which is not too bad. But it's still. The, it's, it's the only car trip where you have to literally have a fistful of quarters. And the thing is, that's one thing. So one of them. There was not a cashier on the way back, so I had to pay. Only had a five on me, and it was like one ten. So them niggas gonna give me a bunch of dollar, um, a dollar coins back as change. I'm like motherfucker. Um, you raggedy bitch. But whatever the case may be, you know what? You know, Chase Fest was cool. You know, Grant Park was lit. You know, everybody and their mama there. Um, I went Friday um, because I wanted to avoid the main, mm-hmm. like the, a lot of the traffic. Mm-hmm. I went for a few hours on Saturday, but not too many. But I wanted to um, avoid all the big traffic because I knew everybody from Detroit was going to be there on Saturday. So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, let me go Friday night. And that way, I, it's not as bad if I only go for a few hours in the morning. So that worked out. That's, um, that's what you call perfect planning. Yeah, I wanted to avoid I wanted to avoid as many niggas as possible. Um, oh, niggas is everywhere. You know that, that is that is true. Um, but it wasn't bad. It was just really fucking crowded. Like, but you expect that a lot of fucking walking. The parking situation there is ridiculous. I bet. So a lot of underground parking. They're trying to figure out which lot you're in. Was a bitch. Um, so we had turned around. It was just a lot of fucking ridiculousness. Um, but no, other than all, it was cool. Like I said, driving, all that driving. The reason I went, I stayed overnight because I didn't want to drive yeah. back the same. Because the last time I did that shit, I was sleepy as shit. Um, and I had to pull over to fucking rest stop. And these punk ass niggas didn't offer to drive. So these niggas all was sleeping. They woke up when I got to the rest stop and I went to sleep. I wake up, these niggas playing Pokemon. So fuck all y'all again. But. <laughs> Want to bring that back up? You don't sleep in the back seat. Fuck you. I'm talking about the rest of the. It wasn't just you, nigga. Brass and freaking Trey was up there playing Pokemon when I was dead on the way back. What you talking about? (laughs) Y'all all all would sleep on the way back, and then when I stopped at the uh, the fucking rest stop, niggas woke up like, "What's up? You good?" I said, "Yeah, I'm about to take a nap right now." And when I woke up from my nap, you niggas niggas was playing Pokemon. I'm like, really? (laughs) But it's cool though. It's cool. Um. Road trips are always interesting. Um, it's just a lot of fucking driving. <laughs> yeah. Um, the way back was a lot easier because it wasn't as much traffic. 
um it was early it was early so it wasn't too bad um which is always which is always convenient so um but with that being said as usual there's always some shit we gotta get to some things we gotta discuss some things that are going on in the world let's get to it um you know i tend to have opinions on a lot of things and oh, oh a lot of, a lot of things huh? hopefully you know not too much just a you know you don't do I, much just a few thoughts and you know thoughts you and concerns i have being single now you don't do much Right. You, you don't do much? I don't do much anyway. But whatever the case may be, I'm a ch- I chill. So one of the first things I wanted to get into was uh, ASAP Rocky. Yeah, so, that's unfortunate what happened to him. So the story goes, um, so just to kind of give you some background, ASAP Rocky um, was in Sweden. And basically he was being harassed by some people. Yeah, he was being harassed by like two kids just following him and security around. And then... I think one of the security had broke the one kid's headphones or something like that. Whatever the kids, the kids, the kids were getting to, like, this is the one thing. Um, and so, and I'm gonna get into some of my thoughts on just how people reacted to it and things like that. But he didn't do anything wrong. He was right, being harassed. Was, yeah, it's like you're being followed around by somebody. It's, and the thing is, y'all have to understand something. We are we all lived through the Trayvon Martin situation where mm-hmm. a kid was just followed around, and then eventually the guy he got killed. Now mm-hmm. I'm not to say that's not it's not the same situation, but it is in, in that it, don't nobody want to be followed around like that. I don't care if you're a celebrity, if, especially or not. if you're a celebrity. And plus, you in a different country. I don't know what the fuck your intentions are. Exactly. There have been plenty of situations where celebrities or famous people have been followed around. They've been attacked and stuff like that, and have been accosted by all kinds of people for no so you reason. Have, for so just for the simple fact that they're a celebrity or this person supposedly is a fan or whatever the case may be. So with that being said, you gonna be extra on guard about shit like that mm-hmm. especially the person and it's just two people it's not like there's a big crowd of people following you it's just these two kids following you the whole time and I don't necessarily know their kids I just know they was following me and so they're they, they younger they're younger than us right but probably I don't know but. right but whatever the case may be like they're not like little kids or anything like right they, they old enough to know the fuck right. better right this is like those kids that showed up Joe Budden crib a few years ago. Oh yeah, when well, he just popped up at his crib, just right, about to slap they, him up. Well, you know, we're part of his kids just to talk shit. You know, they put it on a video because it was Drake fans and shit, and yeah. he chased them with the rocks and shit. Yeah, like that's the kind of shit you just don't do. And these young kids don't. And these kids will do anything for a moment or a viral moment or some shit to get on the internet and stuff like that. Man. That's exactly what happened. And if you look at the video, he was bombing his own fucking business. The kids kept following him. He was defending himself, and he kept he felt, saying, "We don't want no problem." And he felt threatened and so he defended himself well yeah. whatever the case may be he he was arrested um he's been detained in sweden for the last few couple weeks now mm-hmm. um and there's been you know different um reports um some you know we don't necessarily know um there's been reports that they, they were in inhum- inhumane conditions in sweden or shit like that and i don't necessarily know because his lawyers came out and said that some of that shit may be false um but whatever the case may be the point is like if he he didn't do anything wrong, right? Now, he did nothing wrong. He did nothing wrong. He was defending himself. Now the thing about it is this, and this is what my issue is with people. So he gets, he's in a situation where he's over in another country. He's arrested. He's being held um, held for some for flimsy ass for flimsy ass reason, and people over here. And this is what I was talking about last um, time when I was talking about people keeping score, because uh, yeah. it's you do like if you're in trouble everybody starts so what people did is they dug up this interview he did about four four years ago three four years ago around the time the ferguson shit happened 
And you know, people, they asked him about Black Lives Matter, and he basically essentially said that that's not <coughs> something. He don't live in that world. That's not something that affects that's, him. Blah, this blah, blah, is blah, something blah. he doesn't follow right He doesn't follow up. He, it's just not his world right now. This is all he should not worry about. Now, this is my thing. Whether he... Now, do I agree with what he said? Hell no, I don't. But it's no different than what Wayne said. The same bullshit when Wayne... People asked him about Black Lives Matter, and he was or like... Katrina. <laughs> No, it wasn't even that. They asked him about black. This is more recent. This happened a couple of years, a few years ago too. And they well, asked, yeah, I remember that interview. They yeah. did an interview with Wayne, and they asked him about black lives matter and shit. And he was like, "No, my bitches lives matter." Blah 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 blah. Like he basically said, he's not. I've never met. I when I I don't see racism. When I see go to my concerts, I see all different colors. So I don't know that. It's basically what he said. So you can't. And my thing is this: he was ignorant for what he said. Um, I could also understand to some extent why, for him, that may be the case. Because mm-hmm. you got to think about, and, and, and this is me, I play devil's advocate all the time, but also I have to see things from everybody's side. For somebody like Wayne, who grew up in New Orleans, I can guarantee he probably, and where he grew up, he probably didn't see a lot of white people. Yeah. So for him, there are a lot of cats in hip hop and a lot of rappers and a lot of artists that probably never met. Like Lil, LeBron talked about it on his show one time. He said he was never really exposed to white people until. Until he left Cleveland. Until he, like, yeah, like, growing up where he grew up, he wasn't exposed to a lot of white people. I mean, he until he went to, I think until he went to his high school is when he started getting exposed to them. Uh, yeah. But, like, growing up before that, before he was in high school, he had never met any white people. Mm-hmm. And he was, what, 13, 14 years old at that point when he finally got exposed to white people. Wayne has been famous. He's been, he been famous forever. So I'm saying. So, for him, is around the same age when he probably got exposed to white people. It was around 14, 15 years old. So if the only time you've been exposed to them has been when you've been famous and they've been paying money to go to your shows and all that's the only interactions you've had with them and it's always been since you've been famous, yeah, you may have not encountered directly or never been exposed to or, or may have not even been oblivious to times where you may have faced racism. So for him, I can understand to some extent why he may say that. Now, was it right? No, or was no, it? Not at all. But he can, I can't necessarily fault him for speaking from his own experience. Because at the end of the day, everybody goes through different things now, and everybody has different experiences, and they go they they go through different stuff. So, and I can't necessarily condemn him for talking about what his experience was. On the, at the same time, I do a, a disagree because at the same time, Lil Wayne is even in songs is recognized that there are certain things, and uh, even when we talked about Katrina and stuff like that, or talking about George Bush, he's talking about things that that affect black people. So I know he recognizes there's a thing out there. Uh-huh. So in that interview for him to say that just didn't make sense for a lot of people. So it's kind of contradictory in a lot of ways. So you just don't know what where it was coming from with that. With the ASAP Rocky thing. Was he right for what he said? No, at all. Um, but I also understand to some extent when you've when you get to a certain level of fame, and this is for some people, and everybody's not like this, but there are certain people who they their their thing is I want to be as far away from what I was or what I experienced growing up as possible. I want to separate myself from that shit. Rocky grew up in Harlem, right? He grew, and, up, he grew up in the toughest right. part of Harlem, but <laughs> he ain't. If you if you follow his career, the cat like they them cats focused on fashion, right? They did some like, this is some rapid fly niggas. They went to a whole nother space with the things they did. For him to have the connections to all these different like the shit he does is totally different, right? So for him, I guess I see to an extent that he doesn't. He doesn't identify with that that, that side of his life anymore, and maybe 
like I said, it's also part of it that he lives in the bubble. And I, I, we talked about people living in a bubble before. Is that when you live in the bubble, you don't see things outside that bubble. You mm-hmm. only see what you want to see. And you only allow yourself to see what you want to see because you're cut off from reality sometimes. Mm-hmm. And in his case, he maybe that was his reality. His reality is I'm fucking with these, these, these model bitches. I'm fucking with this fashion shit. I don't know nothing about all that other stuff. But on the other hand him saying that is being dismissive of the movement and it just it help it all it does is help to support those who discredit the movement when people of our own race don't support it mm-hmm. so that's the that's the downside to him saying things like that with that being said though that guy shouldn't do with him him being wronged no not at all my th- it's the same thing that people do when Whenever when R. Kelly gets arrested or Bill Cosby, we'll talk about R. Kelly in a minute. But uh, yeah, Robert. Well, if R. Kelly got arrested, they should arrest all the motherfuckers. And you, but oh, oh, why they arrest R. Kelly and not these other people? And you're right. Or no, they'll say they should have focused on this person. Should have, should have. I said no. All them niggas need to go in jail, including R. Kelly and including all the other people. Especially you can't him. say, oh no. Instead of R. Kelly, they should have got these other people. No, and on top of on top of R. R. Kelly, Kelly, everybody they else got all these other people. So if you're if it. it Regardless of how his feelings were, and this mind you, this is four years ago. I have no idea how he feels about that shit now. His perspective could be totally different. That's another thing. We got to also understand some of these people are young and they say stupid shit. And at some point, we have to allow people to grow up. A lot of people said a lot of dumb shit when they were kids. Some of <laughs> us have had some said some dumb shit. We were kids. Yeah, we can. Yeah, hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> hip hop is one of the most is probably the most homophobic genre of music ever. Black people in general are homophobic as hell. However. There are a lot of rappers who may have had feelings years ago about homophobic or being homophobic or homosexual um, things that are more or who have learned and grown in their thoughts on those things. Right. It's just like anything else. You, you, you as you grow up and you get smarter. And that means people were even well into their late twenties when they, or even late th- early thirties when they figured this shit out. Sometimes you say dumb shit or you feel like or you you believe certain dumb shit when you're younger, and as you get older, you figure out. Oh shit! I was stupid. All right. So I'm not gonna right. vilify somebody for saying some dumb shit when they were younger. Even and even if you now if you if you haven't grown from that stance at some point, it's once you get to a you. certain age, then I know there's no change in you, and I can just say you know what you're right. a dumbass. Because over over time, people do change. It is possible. It is possible for people to change. It usually just takes one situation to kind of open people's brains, open people's minds. Like, oh, this is what I've become. Well, let me not be that person anymore. Let me be a little bit more open and more accessible to the world today. Because we are in, <laughs> we're in a new era. Let's, let's just face it. Like, everything everything in the, the rainbow spectrum is not taboo anymore. You just got to learn to accept the shit. That's true. And it's like, 
like I said, do I agree with what he said? No, I do have no, I don't agree with anything he said. However, I, even if I don't agree with what you said, that does not mean I can't then say he's still, it's still wrong. He was arrested for something he, right. it's, for, it's for, totally for, under, it's for defending himself. That's, no, that's nothing to do with it. But, I can but still, it's, inter- it's interesting that you said that because uh, there was a caption and I saw the, I saw the two videos on his uh, IG and uh, I forget who it was that said it, but uh, they say, at what point do we defend ourselves? Like, he's constantly telling these kids, yo, back up, back up. We don't, we don't really want no trouble like that. We, you know what I'm saying? We don't want no part of what y'all trying to do. So, the real question is, at what point do you defend yourself? After saying, look, I don't want no problems. But if I got to give you a problem, this is what it's going to come down to. So... That's my biggest thing. At, at what point? That's true. It's like, and it's like because you're you're a celebrity, you're not viewed as a regular person. Because I feel like if it was a regular person, you look, nigga, defend yourself. Right. But because you're a celebrity, you're kind of you gotta watch. You're yourself. treated like, oh, you can't be like you're still human. At the end and, of the day, you are still human, and I can still feel threatened regardless. Right. And so, especially I'm in a, I'm in a strange. I'm not in the place of I'm not home. Right. You're definitely not at home. I'm not at home. I'm in Sweden. I'm, I'm, I'm in I'm in foreign and soil. Other rap, and other artists have come out and said they've had some um have had some experience of wheat sweet. So it's not an uncommon thing. Right. Um, but, and I guess with their legal system or whatever, but I just don't understand why people feel the need to all of a sudden bring up everything bad he ever said to justify why they don't care about him going through what he went through. It was like, what you keeping score. At the end of the day, wrong is wrong. And if he was wrong, he was put in prison for something that was not right. Cause my thing is that same shit can happen to any other regular person. Mm-hmm. And if it's a regular person that that happens to, are you then going to go and say, well, shit, damn, that's fucked up to happen to him. But that one time he says some shit I ain't like, so fuck him. That's wrong. He didn't hurt you. He didn't he rob did, you. He's done nothing he to shoot. you. He said some dumb shit. Plenty of people didn't said dumb shit. And we'll continue to say dumb shit. Yeah. Is the thing is the thing that also, happens. Also, if you're and if if I see you either reposting a Chris Brown song or listening to Chris Brown's album. But then vilifying reads that rapper, I'm gonna call you a hypocrite. It's on it's site. Same on site. Avoid your shit. Because <laughs> I feel like at that point you're insulting my intelligence. Because you can't. Well, yeah. It's like people are selective. In our, everybody's intelligent. People are selective in their outrage, and it's based on whether they like a person or not. If I don't, True. if I don't like you, I'm gonna come up with whatever reason to say fuck you. True. And True. at the same time, ASAP Rocky is not somebody they, they necessarily like enough to say. You know what? That's fucked up. What's happening to him? Yeah, I know he has said some dumb shit in the past, but still, I can still recognize that that's fucked up. Right. Because I can do both things. I can still say, I can say on one hand, yeah, you were wrong for what you said about Black Lives Matter. <laughs> I can also say what you're going through in Sweden is still fucked up. Because uh-huh. I don't wish bad on anybody. Me wishing bad on you does not change people's opinions on Black Lives Matter. Like it's, that's, it's a thing that's not going away. Might it's well. not. Yeah. And the thing is, it doesn't change the fact that we still have people who are going through, who are experiencing racism every day of their lives, and are going through situations where they're mistreated or they're they're mis- or they're judged for their color, their skin, and things like that. These things still go on. None of that shit's going to change whether or not ASAP Rocky, um, you felt like ASAP Rocky should be locked up or not. Because at this point, are you saying he should be in jail just for us? Because that, like, my thing is, you're contradicting what you agree with. Because if you say on one hand, black people are being mistreated and being um, 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 unequally tr- mistreated when it comes to the jail systems and things like that. 
then you can't be selective in that thought process. That's right. just like people who want to be quote unquote super Christians, but don't follow everything that supposedly means to be a Christian. Because if you if you want me to say you want oh you're not supposed to do this and this, I say no. You pick and choose the things you want to follow. Because mm-hmm. there are other things in that you just kind of gloss over. Oh no, those things right there, those are, those are optional. I don't know what it says that, but that's fine. Just be clear about where you stand, and I, I'm good with that. Let's be honest about it. Let's just be honest with ourselves and big up ASAP Rocky. Right. Hold, you, hold your head up. Hope he gets home. Like I said, in the day. Free, free ASAP Rocky. Um. So speaking of free um, Flacco, when I mentioned R. Kelly, so I figure, why not? So. Why not? Oh, good old Robert. Robert. <laughs> I feel, like, Robert was, I feel uh, like we need a sound clip from uh, Gail King. Robert, Robert was Robert was walking his dog. And that nigga got arrested <laughs> by the <laughs> fucking feds. I don't want to laugh. But that, <laughs> oh, no, laugh. Fucking laugh. God damn it, laugh. Bellow. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, like, that's like the best punchline to a joke. Like, yeah, so I was out walking my dog in the face as well, out of nowhere. Ah, he bellowed. Ha. So, Ha-ha. yeah. So the feds picked this nigga up. Robert, you and, better come and, with us. New York, New York, NYPD apparently is a part, in part of this as well. This nigga going away. They found that he's facing federal charges now on sex trafficking and shit. It's including Chicago and New York. They ain't going nowhere. Watch, going. watch his, watch his legions and legions of fans oh, no, no. just no, pull him out. No, it's different. It's different. It's different when it was local PD in Chicago. The nigga, the feds are involved. He's gone. He's gone. It's a done deal. I don't know. No, 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 no. It's the feds. No, it's different. This is different when Chicago. And the thing is, they can bail him all they want. This nigga's going away. He might get bailed out temporarily, but that nigga's going bye bye. You're not. The feds are after you now. You're. It's gone, sir. You're done. You're done. You're done. Bye 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 bye. You you done? Done. He's done. Done 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 done. Bye-bye. So look. He's gone bye-bye. Um they are they said they uncovered twenty over they said twenty, at least twenty sex takes with underage girls. Yeah, damn. Um yeah, he's going bye bye. Um, and he's you know going, what? He's it going couldn't bye. happen to a better guy. He's going bye bye, man. Mm. Couldn't happen to a better guy. If you have your passports, if you have your shots, don't follow Rob to America, because you might get your ass locked up. Yeah, he's um. Let's see. And because the thing it became a federal crime because he's up, he's doing this shit between states. Mm. When, be, when you start crossing state lines with this shit, which as far as oh yeah, eat, now yeah, I see. That's when becomes a federal crime. I see now because it's, inter- it's, reco- it's involving multiple states now because you're involving. It was what they mentioned in the documentary. Yeah, people in Chicago. Yeah, people in um, Atlanta now. Apparently, New York too. So yeah, yeah, that when you get the when you, when you start crossing <laughs> interstate interstate lines, yeah, it's yeah. just right for you. So it's five counts. For racketeering and other crimes, including sexual exploitation of children, also, also quarry scene and transporting women and girls across state lines to engage in illegal sex, uh, sexual activity. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's um, he's he's going under the jail. 
you know what? <laughs> it's so no, it's not hard <laughs> to say goodbye <laughs> to your bitch ass. <laughs> oh, bye, bitch. Um, so long, Robert. I'm so happy. We need we need a sound clip from Gail King. Robert. 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 You're causing a scene, Robert. 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 <laughs> Y'all kill me, man. Kill me, man. Y'all kill me, man. Man, go crocodile tears, dog. Got my face. Crocodile. You're going to cry real cool. Going to be locked up. CP12 under the jail. <laughs> Bye, bitch. Um, but trapped. enough about Robert. We've talked about Robert enough. Trapped in the jail cell. So, we got to get to... Um, Okay. Uh-oh. Oh, uh, no. All right. Legend. You know, I appreciate, you know, I have the utmost respect for the legends in music. I, I do. You have legendary producers. You have legends in general. I have the utmost respect for these people. Mm-hmm. Same. And, and there's some of their opinions I agree with, and some of them um, are terrible, you know. I would certainly consider Lord Jamar a legend. He was he, he was associated with a legend in um, Grand Pua, but he's not. Yeah, he's yeah. He's not everybody. He's, in, uh, he's, yeah, he's not a legend. Um, yeah, he's not. He's, everybody he's in legendary for stupidity. But <sighs> well, with that being said, um, Jermaine Dupree. Oh, JD. Um, Jermaine fucking Dupree. Jermaine Malden, come to the come to court. I, I need you to come. All right, come on down for the Price is Right. Dun, dun, dun. Um, dun, 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 so, no copyright music. Dun, 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 dun. So here's the thing. So Jermaine Dupree, he's um an idiot. Okay, okay, I'm not gonna say that. He's not. He's not okay. It's too harsh. He's misinformed. So what happened was, in Julian Dupree, he was doing an interview. And during the interview, he was asked, now, who is your favorite um, female. female of the new crop of female artists there? Because the female artists right now are doing their thing. They're yes. dominating right now. Yes. Kicking ass. So he Shout asked, out to y'all. He asked, he not, he asked, who was his favorite amongst the ones that are doing their thing right now? Mm-hmm. And he, he hesitated and he said... Mm, well, and he said it was hard for him to pick a favorite, you know, pick one, right? Really know who my favorite is because I feel like they're all t- rapping about the same thing. He said it feels like they're all, he feels like it's just like strippers rapping and all they talk about is stripper life and, and that's all they talk about. And he feels like nobody's just showing me that they can rap. And he feel he says that he feels like, um, they are um let's see he said that he feels like he wants to see which one is going to quote unquote break that mold and just come on rap so here's my thing i've been i've been waiting on you to sound off on this one. <laughs> i've been waiting for this so i'll just oh sit back God. and let you just so here's go the thing. what i what i and this is so you for the last few years Especially as the um, birth of mumble rap has become a thing, we constantly see rappers and artists from previous eras criticize the new crop. 
They'll tell them how they don't like the mumble rap thing. They don't like they're doing everything they're doing is too repetitive and things like that. Now, for uh, what I will say to that is this, and a lot of your thoughts I agree with. However, what I also have an issue with and what a lot of young cats have alluded to is that the way these older cats approach these younger cats is more of you're doing it wrong instead of, yo, come here, young, young, young like kid. Hey, what would be let me let me what actually t- let's have a conversation. Right. Let me put you up on some game. It's never uh oh, let me put you on some game <clears throat> like a mentor mentee thing. It's always let me sun you and tell what you should be doing. Mm. And of course, the kids are going to rebel and say, no, fuck that. You're not about to sit and tell me what I'm doing. I'm doing more. I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm probably making more money than you did back in the day. And a lot of kind of, a lot of situations they are. Yeah, they are. So whether, they, whether they're going to have stand power or anything like that, that's a whole other conversation. But that's how them kids are going to look at it. They get money. Why are you coming to me and trying to tell me I'm doing stuff wrong? Because all the kids going to say is, shit, my bank account says otherwise. So I understand where the adversarial kind of like that that happens i understand where that's it becomes a standoff mm-hmm. when it comes to female rappers I, if we're gonna talk about women that rap a quarter quarter about sex lil kim is definitely probably the pioneer of that shit pioneer by, she, by she far. is she was out back in our day i would say she's probably the female akinelli if you really, yeah, 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 in a lot of ways, hardcore was pretty much yeah, right. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, whoever, regardless of who wrote around some shit, like, I don't care about that. But the point is, the stuff she talked about is she was the she was the god the godmother of that shit. Mm-hmm. Just if you really want to talk, be honest. I mean, if if, right. if you really really want to be real. And so as we if we transitioned, we had Nikki, and now we have Cardi. we really hadn't. I mean, so the after Kim, you I mean, around that same time you had Kim, you had Foxy who had some of that, but Foxy also really could do that grimy right, hood right, shit too. Right. So it was a combination of the two, and Kim could too, but you know whatever. But she wasn't she wasn't as hard as as Fox could go. No, at all. But Kim was more consistent. I think the mistake with Foxy is that her second album, they tried, they saw how successful Kim was, and they tried, and, to, do it like and they tried to make her do the same thing Kim did, and it didn't work. And that was Def Jam's fault. It, it, it that was definitely Def Jam's fault. Hey, listen, uh, um, the formula doesn't work for everybody, and that's the thing. You should have just let Fox be Fox, and she would be fine, right? But whatever the case may be, um. As you tra- as you as you transition over and, and all the same thing you had Queen Pin came around, Brad of course was a you know brown around. Mm-hmm. So you had a bunch of a, a female artists around that time. Um and then Eve came up. So you had it was a consistent crop around that time in the early two thousands, like late nineties, early two thousands, a lot of, you know, female rappers. And then it died down. Um, those women got older and they stopped putting out music really. They started life, doing, life just happened. They started putting, doing venture into other things and shit like that. And so we had, it was quiet for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then you would have, every once in a while you had somebody pop up, but they wouldn't last. And it would be something, um, somebody would go extra raunchy, like you had your Kaya and shit like that. But eventually you had Trina and shit like that. But it was really, that's around the time that the Southern rap really started to pick up. And so you would have people like that. But it really wasn't it's consistent. The, it's the it was it wasn't consistent. All right. So then Nikki came in when there really wasn't nobody around. It was a barren wasteland of female rappers. There wasn't nobody really doing. Um, and so she came and she had the backing of the hottest crew in the game at the time. 
um, she had a pedigree because people that had listened to Nikki when she was just, you know, doing her mixtape shit back in Queens, people that knew her, supported her. She had, you know, she had real credibility at that point. And that's, that's Nikki with the old nose. So, you know, I don't fucking care about that. But whatever the case may be, <laughs> Nikki, you know, she, she had the back in the Wayne and shit like that. So she took off. Mm-hmm. But she took off in this space where there was nobody else around. So it was, you know, her here being sick. I'm not saying her success was because nobody was around, but that did help her because because nobody was around. Nobody was around. And so um, I, I can see. And I'm not I, saying Nikki didn't make good music because I was a fan of Nikki. I'm not. I, I, so I would be I would be fake if I said that. However, I, 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 I could see I could see where the ego comes in. I think. Yeah, I think. Um, it's easy to start calling yourself queen though when nobody else is in the castle. Exactly. And we so, touched on this. Ooh. And so she kind of got dubbed the queen by default. Be- and, but if you really, I mean, we have to also give her credit because she kind of brought female hip hop back to the forefront again. Right, right. So on one, and she held her own on song, different people. She held her own, own song. So it wasn't like she wasn't really doing her thing. So we can't, you know, we got to get her credit for that. Monster is still I one think, of her best I think verse. the issue that people had with Nikki is that as the game started shifting and more women started to try to come up you hear stories of Nikki using her power and her influence to keep those women from being successful and that's when it turned on Nikki because on one hand she's trying to put her foot on keeping other females from coming up at the same time she's also not evolving in her music. She's moving nah. towards the pop stuff a little bit more, moving away from her core as far as the hip hop stuff. So, and her music is not evolving. It's kind of repetitive. So it moves got stale after a while. And then and she eventually moves away from it for a while, stuff like that. So I mean, then you gotta give it, you gotta give it the fact that she tried it. I mean, she tried it. She tried it. I mean, cause she even, if you listen to, if you ever, anybody knows, uh, like Nikki won't like loved Lauren Hill. She wanted to, she wanted to sing and she wanted to rap a lot. A lot of people told her not to sing because she the but once she got rapper. big enough the, the 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 singing thing was an option for her on the pop side mm-hmm. not necessarily on the hip-hop side or the r&b side or anything like that but she could at least do it on there she would do it here in their own songs but it wasn't something that was ever going to be a focal point right and it was just a thing that was right it was just a thing she could do um where she felt like she could so you know she started venturing out other things she started trying to do movies and different things like that and this stuff happens so eventually she went away from music for a while. She kind of fell back on it. She would kind of, people felt like when she was releasing the albums, it was just kind of to repeat the same shit. It wasn't anything new. My thing is this. How many Pink Friday albums do you need to put out? There's only one Pink Friday. One Pink Friday. Pink Friday is Pink Prince. Um, there was a, I think it was the second Pink Friday, like 2.0. Like, so yeah, like, like Pink Friday Reloaded or something. Something like that, yeah. Um, Roman's Revenge was one of them too. I don't know. So whatever, I don't I don't know all the names for album. And then the last one was Queen. But whatever the case may be. Um, when she came back, well, while she was on hiatus, so to speak, you start, Cardi starts to bubble up. Mm-hmm. Remy comes home. Mm-hmm. Um, Remy comes home more aggressive. Right. Remy comes home. Cardi starts to bubble up. You start hearing cats like Rhapsody doing on Young the MA. Young MA comes out of nowhere. Um, and then now, a couple years later, you got Megan, Megan the Stallion, mm-hmm. Tierra Whack, Doja Cat, um, Rico Nasty, 
Kamaya. There's a lot of I like Doja Cat. Too. I do too, and I don't. I, and like the tier and the T and Tim Russell. I don't know why that song is like stuck in my head. It's, it's, it's probably because every morning when I get up to get ready for work, Revolt is on, and that song that video plays, and I just got obsessed with the fucking video, <laughs> and now the song plays in my fucking head all the time. But I love that song. Damn you, Doja Cat, for being um, so addictive. But yeah. Um, it's a lot of women in the landscape right now, and a lot of them are doing things. So, my issue with what Jermaine Dupree said is first of all, it shows me you haven't really been paying attention. Nah, all you've been paying attention is to the Cardis of the world, maybe the Megan's, or you see Megan, or you hear what Megan talks about, and you automatically assume that she's talking about stripper life. That's not what she's talking about. <laughs> first and foremost, Megan can actually go, she's talking about. What was her life like? Men talk about like hitting girl, um, all the girls they chasing, all the hoes they got, and shit like that. They talk about they dick in every fucking song. All this she ain't doing, but but the exact same thing niggas been doing since the start of rap, or at least since the start of gangster rap. Yeah, let's let's be clear. Like, it's, it's, the, it's gangster rap that really like really about. all the rush shit she talks about. It is no. But my thing is this: it's not. It's why not, is it when it, when women do it, it's considered raunchy? When a woman when the guy says in their line, "Yeah, she sucked my dick" or something, that's not considered quote unquote raunchy. But if a woman says, "Yeah, I, I, I let him eat my pussy," that's uh, some somehow that's more raunchy than you uh, a, a, a dude saying, "I let this girl suck my dick." It's the same it's the fucking same fucking thing. thing. Megan is not Megan is not doing anything different than what NWA used to do. Exactly. Let's, but, let's just be real. But apparently it's this thing where it's we view women doing it as and it's this whole it's that it goes back to the whole stereotype and the whole mindset that quote unquote it's, women are supposed to be delicate, delicate, women are supposed to be um reserved, they're not supposed to be out here. First and foremost, women have every right to own their sexuality and talk about what the fuck they want. And men, need to, and men need to get that shit through their heads is that you don't you don't you don't have to you don't have permission or you don't have the right to tell a woman what she should rap about. Not at all. Like that's not your that's not your place. Get going, go to the bathroom. And so like, I don't need to know that. <laughs> and neither did the podcast. It's the best podcast ever. Dumbass. I hate him. Dumbass. His married ass. Too. I ever, but no. So and it's like my thing is these dudes seem to, they seem to think that they have the right to tell women what they what they should make or what type of music they should make, and it's like, dude, like, you don't have that right. You you don't own women. You don't you don't have a ownership of their chastity. They don't have an ownership over their voices. Women can own their sexuality just like dudes can talk about all the bitches they fuck and shit like that on every fucking song. Why is it a woman can't say, yeah, you know, I let that nigga in my pussy, but he can't hit and shit like that. Nigga, what? Because she in charge and niggas don't like that. That's what it boils down to. Women, Dudes can't take take when a woman feels like he's in charge or a woman is being a boss or she owning that shit and dudes cannot and these weak-minded niggas can't take it. But again, for him to say, yeah, I feel like they all rapping about the same thing means again, he ain't researching it, he ain't listening. Because if he actually paid the fucking attention to all of the women that are out there, they're not all rapping about the same thing. But because he's too lazy to go do the research, he decided to just throw some random, and he shouldn't even answer the question. He probably should have let the question along. But instead, he answered the question and he sounded like a fucking fool. Because again, you ain't been paying attention. And look, I can get it if you if you don't have time to look up and just look at all the women out here doing stuff. But I feel like if you really into that hip hop life, 
you should know that. You should know that there are women out here doing like nigga. Max Stallion got a, a Q-tip cosign, nigga. How do you not know that? Nigga, you in the game, dog. You been in the game for 30 fucking plus years. Nigga, you of all people should know these things. I shouldn't be the one that tell you. So nobody else should be the one that tell you. Twitter shouldn't be in your fucking mentions like, nigga, what the fuck is wrong with you? But instead, you say some dumb shit. And so now niggas look at you sideways. Like, what the fuck? So it's like, also, this nigga Chris is in here trying to get something to drink. And my cuss is always in the same place. And this nigga get around like they moved. I just want to point that out. Why are you pointing out play by play? Because of your dumb shit. You do dumb shit too. I don't. Yes, you do. And so. You don't want to admit it. And so I'm, um, I'm actually going. So there's a quote that. Um, so this is black. Um, people. Um, of course, everybody knows black. He posted. Um, because I guess Jermaine Dupree posted something. Um about after all the calls DMs are angry tweets and other messages saying I am not a major I am a major gatekeeper in hip hop or something like that so Black says women in hip hop no, don't need representation approval from men your cypher sounds more reactive so because apparently Jermaine Dupree decided after all the response bad, negative response he got he's going to do a so so deaf uh, women cypher alright so, <laughs> so this is Black's okay. response to that he said women in hip hop don't need representation approval from men you, quote your, um, your cypher sounds more reactive than proactive if you don't have a fave artist that hits on the subjects you want to hear you could solve that with a quick search and some, show some, some support plus if they, they do want to talk about sex they can and he's totally fucking right because yeah. guess what dudes have been talking about the same shit Since forever for and nobody nobody said oh shit no they all talking about that thug life dog we can't do that or they all talking about that shoot my bang bang life what, like what the fuck dog or they all talking about that gang life or they all talking about that like everybody a blood all, like nobody's ever said oh shit all them niggas talking about the same thing we can't tell who can rap you can tell in that shit so why can't you tell in it with the women because it's an insecurity thing. It's an insecurity thing. And it's also, I've, it's, what it's I've a, noticed. No, no, no. That's this really what it all boils down to. There's no further explanation. It's an insecurity thing. And Everybody I, is insecure about what women are doing today. Because they don't. Because, because they're scared. They're scared, but also because I think men feel like they have ownership over women's sexuality. And now that they're and now that women are realizing and actually showing and no nigga, you don't own my sexuality. I own my body, my sexuality, and you don't have a say in that. Exactly. And these guys can't handle it, and their egos are bruised, and so now they say dumb shit like this. But again, for somebody like Jermaine Dupree, ain't like he gonna say I'm gonna do this social self women cipher. That's, you that's doing not that solving the problem. You're, that's all you're actually doing is throwing more gasoline on the fire. Yeah, because all you're proving is that you wasn't paying attention. So this is your way of saying, oh well. Like this is the uh, point. Um, here's you. Here's you missing the point. Yeah, yeah. The point is over here. You're somewhere in, in Timbuktu, nigga. No. Here's your sign. And it's like, dude, be smarter. But at the same time, just. Do your fucking re- like you said. Do your research, dog. Right. There are so many different women. If you ever heard Tierra Whack rap, she don't rap about none of the shit you're talking about, dog. Not at all. Shit. I, I haven't heard Tierra Whack. Tierra Whack is no, she's. I, I Tierra Whack is dope. Yeah. And she don't rap about none of the shit he's talking about. Right. Rhapsody had one of the best hip hop albums of the last fucking five years. Uh huh. Ain't rapped about none of the shit he's talking about. 
because Rhapsody is more Rhapsody is the most hip hop of all of like she time. might be one of the, like if we talking about if we really want to be bureau she probably one of the best rappers in the game right now we talking about men or women yeah just like just be real and Rhapsody can and I'm hearing both <laughs> and I'm hearing that her next album is gonna be some shit the way Knife Wonder and um and uh Crisis no Knife Wonder and um Guru talking? Ooh. They talking about well Guru's already been a part of this whole relationship big from well, the beginning. Well, I mean everybody hell, everybody's in Jamal now, ain't it? Well no, Guru and but him and Knife like they they, 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 got, they tight like that whole Rock Nation Jamla thing happened because of him and Guru bro. Uh, okay, okay. But no, Guru yeah, has been a part of like them, man. Yeah, Guru has been a part of that process since the beginning. Mm. So Guru and the way him and um Guru and talking about this album, they like, yeah, it's gonna be a problem. And her last album was a problem. And they her, said that, her last album was a problem. And they said it that about that one too. So I'm I'm well, I'm ready to hear what she she got, but it's done. It's that was done. So I'm hoping to get that shit this year. Like if you, Rhapsody has the best I'll go ahead and say that Rhapsody has the best vehicle for her in the form of nice. Right. Like, like, let's, let's be clear for, for all the producers that are listening, Knife doesn't make the same beat twice. No. He'll tailor make something for everybody. Right. And that's the thing, like, and, and, but I think also the best thing for her, what what nice is that he made her go. She had to learn. She yeah. she worked years yeah. before he put her on. Because like Rhapsody started as an apprentice. Like she had to. Like she went through quote unquote rap camp, and she says, like he 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 tested her what, for years. Hey, whatever you want to call like, it. Um, and she I, like had when it. you like when Mac passed, like Mac, I didn't realize that Mac was one of the first artists that she had to, she got a chance to work with. Like Mac reached out to Ninth, was like, "Yo, that girl Rhapsody is dope. I want to work with her." Yeah. Like Mac and Mac did that like, for a lot of people that you found out after he passed away. Like, damn, I didn't realize he did that. He was oh, yeah. putting niggas on tour. Like he put Chance in his first tour and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So, like, but yeah. Yeah, just Even you know, she Rhapsody is dope, and so the point is, there are a lot of women out there that are doing different. There is a if you are a fan of hip hop, there is a woman doing something for everybody out there. Just like there is a male. Because my thing is this: you wouldn't say that about a guy because if there was a guy that was for for example, for every Akinyeli back in the day, mm. there was a Nas. Or there was a Jay Z. There was a counterpoint. There was always there has always been different versions of hip hop on the men's side. But for whatever reason, his assumption without because my thing is this, there was always the music for even now today, there the music you're gonna see largely on the radio is going to be the more trappy music. That's just what it is. <laughs> Trap music sales. Let's just but, let's just be real. But my thing is for him to say that implies because my thing is this if you only heard and most of the time you're only going to hear what's on the yeah. radio or what's really popping in the clubs and stuff like that you just you're only to going to hear the rap trappy trappy stuff yeah. so unless you're going to look for and know that there are other dudes out there you can say the same thing so that's how in, I'm informing how stupid he sounds because he's just listening to base value at this point right and you're like you wouldn't do that to the men so what would you do this to the women and again we already touched on why so, you, you know, your little cypher is cool and all. But let's but be real, just, Jermaine. Just sit, have a CJD. Stop it, fam. Go go back on um, Growing Up Hip Hop in Atlanta and talk to about Wild about getting arrested. Like, you know, just, <laughs> you know, go get star on there. And talk, you know, it's cool. Yeah, but It's cool. We good. We good on you. We, we good. We good on you. We, we good. I actually been good on you since... Um, you use the same beat like, like five songs within like a year and a half period. Um, 
white tee, grit, um, Air Force Ones. No, not that. It was white tee, um, grills. Um, oh, I think they like me. And it was another one that like Nivea had, and they literally were all the same fucking beat, either wow. sped up or slowed down. But it's literally the same fucking beat. Wow. Same fucking beat. I didn't he used it on that like before. four or five songs, and I'm like, nigga, really? Damn. Are you really? Have you really gotten this lazy? Damn. Literally the same beat. And I remember when I, heard, I was like, nigga, this the just the same motherfucking beat. I thought Khaled was the only person that did. No, Khaled just keep remaking shit. Like using old songs like, yeah, they're gonna recognize that shit. Yep, we're gonna but, Yeah. But that's but, a hit. But we remember Maria. We know nigga it was a hit because it was a hit ten years ago. We we remember Maria Maria. My point. Uh, it's not wild thoughts. Oh yeah, I hate this song. I hate it. I actually don't hate the song, but I hate it just because it's a blatant rip off of Maria Marie. But I mean he did that on a couple of it. He's done it. Uh, it's like three songs on a new album is like that too. Uh, but um so yeah um fuck you Jermaine Dupri uh, fuck uh, you Jermaine Dupri <laughs> fuck you Jermaine Dupri put it in uh subtitles fuck you Jermaine Dupri fuck you Jermaine Dupri um alright so so before I move on we talked about legends and so I want to talk and this is going to be really quick so another uh, another blip. It's a little small one. So I just thought it was interesting. So Salt and Pepper are being sued. Yeah. And Salt and Pepper <laughs> is being sued by Spinderella. That's that's the most hilarious thing to me. So the reason she is suing them is for unpaid um, royalties and money she thinks she's owed. Mm-hmm. Um, and come to find out from this whole situation is that apparently legally she was never part of the group officially a member of the group uh, oh, that's so that's tough let's see yeah so it's just salt yeah. and pepper featuring spinderella yeah and that's that's fucked up because for people that are a fan up. of salt and pepper nobody everybody thinks she's a part of the group but apparently no this is news to me. I, I but that's they fucked her over. That's Ooh, fucked up. That's that is really up, fucked man. up. All this time, and she's not. Run even, DMC would never do that shit. They would never do that shit to Jay ever. Kind of bullshit. Because because the D, back then the DJ was a part of the group. Right, DJ was the music. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Come Eric B. Kim. Come on now. What the fuck, dog? KRS One is Scott of Rock. Come on now. Like, like fucking Guru and G- DJ Prem. Like, what the fuck, dude? Come on. How? But y'all screw her? Come on, son. Like, nigga, y'all Come biggest hit was with her. Like, push it, push it wouldn't be shit without her. Like, nigga, like, push it wouldn't f- be shit. How do y'all do that? And what are y'all supposed to be? Ain't y'all supposed to be saved or some shit? I really. That's not the Christian. That's way, not the Christian Cheryl. way. <laughs> say shit, I was about to say. <laughs> I don't think that's very Christian like of you. That's not very Christian like of you, Cheryl. (laughs) If that's your real name. Right. Cheryl. So, yeah. So, Spinderella um, in federal court filed a suit, um, a a breach of contract suit, um, where she was uh, said she was promised $125,000, which was the third of the royalties on their Best Of album, but did not. Um, She also claims that 
they cheated her out of payments and then fired her ahead of a national reunion tour with new kids on the block earlier this year that it was the um block party tour or something like that it was mm. some shit like that mixtape tour mm-hmm. and they were on it with new kids on the block and apparently they fired her before the tour what the fuck come on dog um, how y'all how y'all that how y'all that that how y'all that raw dog and she actually helped promote this tour then they fired her right before the two left bro this is supposed to be your friend though that's what I'm saying that's my part that's, that's, that's supposed to be your friend this is what Spinderella made you for all intents and purposes even when they did their little show on VH1 they left her out the concert they left her on the show and made her like a guest appearance a couple times yeah like they that's some dirty that's shit dog up, that's man. some dirty shit Y'all, that's some dirty that's shit. Some, that's some. Y'all learn from the Pebbles School of Contract Negotiations. That's some dog ass. Y'all give her a rat for like. <laughs> <laughs> what you think a rat for? Push a fucking rat for apparently. That's fucked up. Fuck. I just thought that was fucked up. How y'all gonna do her dirty like that? Come on, dog. Nigga, dog. That, that's some dirty shit. That's I, some I dirty expected more from y'all. I can't look. I, you know what? I'm boycotting y'all music. <laughs> so cancel something, Pepper? Nah, I'm canceling something. I, I don't even know. That's some other too. Some people, I don't know, nigga. <laughs> but when push it come on, I'm not gonna push it. <laughs> not even real good. I'm gonna listen to the other push it, the Rick Ross version. Push it, push it. I'm pushing it. I'm pushing it. I'm pushing push it. Right. I'm stupid. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, uh, Shout out to Rose, man. Right. He's, I'm waiting for that. Uh, went Port of Miami, too. Yeah, that, um, man, that big time record sound nice that, one just went. That, that big time is a problem, though. Um, so, um, Michael, so, um, most of you might know who Michael Eric Dyson is. Um, Dyson? Very, um, he's, He's very intelligent man. He's a teacher in New York. He's uh he's a professor. He's a uh, well he's uh, written many books. Um he's been on many many shows. Uh you know talking he talks politics and all types of different things. He's a very intelligent man. He's been on the Breakfast Club. Yes. Um and so he's actually he's he wrote a book um about Jay Z. It's gonna actually come out in November right before Jay Z's 50th birthday. And, How fitting. Um, and the the book is gonna basically examine Jay Z's impact on culture, pop culture, and his um, his lyrics, and um, examine some of his um his um his lyrics and things like that. Hey, was um, what's the title of it? The thought process of Jay Z or something to that effect? I don't. Let me see, because I don't remember. Like the something of Jay Z. I don't know. I guess saw. I I just saw it um like a day or so ago. I thought it was interesting. But I'm just blanking out on the actual title, but yeah. For right now, I'm just gonna call it the Dow of Jay Z. It's um, dun, 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 dun. I'm pulling it up. Doing my, oh, it's Jay Z made in America. Mm. That's what it is. Uh, by the way, and just because I gave a really, really bad background, he's a social, he's a sociology professor, uh, professor at Georgetown University. Um, he actually teaches a class on um, um, Jay Z. It's called the sociology sociology of hip hop, earth and theodicy of uh, Jay Z. So he's uh, he actually teaches a class on this. Um, Let me just say Jay. this: you truly made it when you 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 have a class taught on how you work. Right. You've truly made it. And and for that, I give Jay Z the biggest win. 
Because this man is just he's just winning in life right now. So with that being said, I just want to um, just get you know shouts out to my um Eric Michael Dyson um Michael Eric Dyson. Sorry, I keep fucking it up. But one of the things that really throw things about it is um so my my bro um Everett he's a he's a probably one of the dopest artists I've ever known. Um, Matter of fact, we have one of his pieces right on the it's wall. Right on my wall, actually. Um, Overlooking over the podcast table. Right. It's 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 protecting us. Um, so whatever the case may be, um, that's actually um, his uncle, and so he's actually going to be doing some illustrations in the book, which is really dope. And so that's really, I just thought I put it out there and give a shout out to my old bro because uh, consider my mind that's just, grown. That's just dope. It's just dope. Um, that's a that's a great look for every too. Right, Great it is. It is. It's, it's very dope. So, like, if y'all, if y'all seen, if you seen Everett's work, then you know why that is a big deal. It's a, it's a huge deal. So, like, like he was mentioned on Entertainment Weekly's website. Come on that's now, dope. that's a dope. <laughs> that's come on dope. now, that's a win. It's pretty that, dope. That's, that's a win. Pretty fucking dope. Win, 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 win. Fuck everything else. Yo, so says, I'm, looking, I'm looking at credit. The, credit says photo by Everett Dyson. I just want to point that out. So I'm, I'm looking at the illustration now. That's just yeah. That's that's what I just want to point that yo, out. Yo, that's my brother is the man. That's eerie. Shouts to him. Shouts to my little bro. That's um, eerie. I thought that was dope. Um, you know, I always wow. want to give people their flowers. You know, so um, that's what we're in the business for, baby. Another you, thing, give you your flowers before you uh, before you get a chance to miss smelling them. Right. Um, I also want to give credit, give a shout out to the U.S. Uh, women's National Team. But women, their fourth Votan. fucking Votan. World Cup. Votan. Twice, uh, two Votan. times in a row, back to back. Fucking great job. Dang, um, they putting in that work this year, huh? They've been putting in work. That's the that thing. They've been putting that work in. So, um, congrats to them. Um, they've been they've been out here killing it. Um, and and just putting on for women around the world, and that's the best thing about it is that they've been spreading this message of um, equality, and I, I love it. It's been amazing. Yeah. Um, one of the things they've been pushing for is equal pay because there's a very a stark difference between what the women are paid and what the men are paid mm-hmm. um, in, in soccer, especially in the World Cup and everything. Well, that's just in general. Yeah, but this is ridiculous because especially if you look at the fact that the, when, the men suck. Yeah. Our men's team is our, our men's team is trash. Men's team is trash. And like, like just take the whole the, men's team. The women make trash. so for the World Cup, each woman are gonna make ninety thousand. They the make men, a bank like that? Uh-huh. You think that's a lot? The men make five hundred thousand each. 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 Versus ninety thousand each. Mm. How is that even that's not remotely? Fair. It's not fair at all. Fair, fair, in whatever mind you live, you um, you, you um, where hey, you I got, I, I, I don't make it make fucking sense. It makes zero. First of all, men suck. They fucking suck. But second of all, really, 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 nigga, really, 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 nigga, really, nigga, really, bruh. Like that's just ridiculous to me, and the women have it's been ri- fighting. It's ridiculous, but it's not surprising. It's not surprising, and it's unfortunate that the fact that we have to say that, because again, women have not been resp- um, mem- mem- women have not been as women largely underpaid. If you just look at the WNBA, the, what they're paid, there's the reason why a lot of women and the um, professional women athletes, yes. um, basketball players, would rather go overseas to Europe and play because they don't make. They're still around. 
WWE is still around, yeah, but they don't make nearly the amount of money that they can. So a lot of women will go overseas to play because Get they can make respect. way more money over there than they can here mm. playing WNBA. And it's just the, 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 the disparity in women's rates, uh, wages in general in this country is already crazy. Um, and it's just like, what the fuck? And it's like, it don't make sense to me. I'll never understand for the life it's, of me. This is it's one of those things that you'll never understand. It's not meant for me to understand. It's, I, right, I, it's, it's not meant for everybody Everybody to understand. Yeah, we'll try and figure it out, but... I just, I just don't, like... Because I'm, I try to be smart. I think I'm an intelligent person. So I can look at person A, who was a man. Person B, who's a, who's a woman. Person A has all of these, this skill set, this experience. Mm -hmm. Person B has the exact same experience, same background, same everything. Person A, I'm gonna pay 200 grand a year. Person B, I'm gonna pay 100. And somehow for the same job, and somehow in your mind, that makes sense. Who the fuck are you? And can I please punch you in the fucking throat? Because you deserve air. Hell, that's have a corporate America. Like, <laughs> it makes no <clears throat> fucking sense. And like I said, it's not, it's one of those things that is not meant to make but sense. But it needs to be fixed. And I don't care how much sense it is. It, it, <laughs> calm yourself. I'm, I'm going, I'm pissed C off. Calm yourself. Um, <laughs> So, Woosa. it's it's just frustrating um, because women have had to take the short end of the stick for so long, and they've had to fight just to get, you know, just to even be looked at as, oh shit, you're not just a trophy piece for a man. You're not just something that he has on his arm. You're not just there to be pretty. Um. Like the fact they even had to get like fight to get to actually vote. Like nigga, I want to vote. <laughs> that's not like I, I want to vote. Nah, nah. Like that's why it's one of the reasons I will always vote because there are too many people. You know, being a black man for one, I didn't. All my people didn't. My ancestors didn't have the right to vote, so I definitely have to use my right. Mm. And also, there are women out there, my my you know my great grandmother and stuff that didn't have the right to vote. So I'm not uh, and. I'm gonna always take the opportunity to voice my my thought on you know what goes on in this world. So it's just crazy to me that it's it's still this bad in 20 fucking 19. We still got go that we have a, a women's world na a national team who has won the World Cup four times, and they are still the disparity between what the men make and what they make is that fucking large. Do you understand the men didn't even make the World Cup this year? Disgusting. The fuckers didn't even make the World Cup didn't, this didn't year. Didn't even make it. The fuckers don't even didn't rank. even qualify. You Bruh. fucking sorry bastards. Y'all got the females making y'all look real bad right now. It's just real it's bad. disgusting. It's disgusting. I, 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 what's, what's that thing you say? Men are trash. It's fucking trash. It, men, men, are, trash. men are trash. Men are trash. Because it's the same type. The same type of men 
who make those who who believe that's okay are the same men who create laws in, in those states where they're banning abortion and trying to tell women what to do with their own bodies. Yeah, these fucking guys. Like it's these old rich white men who felt like they have ownership of everything, and your your well being and your body as a woman apparently is theirs, their possession. And that's not and how the shit like, works. It's not the use not the shit works. It's but apparently not, it's in this world works. it still does. Cause there are still fuckers out here that think they run shit. And we're gonna have to burn this bitch to burn them fuckers up before before we t- like I'm uh, it's, it's gonna have to come to that. It's just fuck. if there was a purge, y'all would be the first to go. And the fuck the part about the purge is the movie is really about the opposite. It's really about the rich people trying to take us out. Hey. That's the fucking part about it. Hey. But let the, purge, let, let the purge like, come down to the hood one I feel time. Like it's more of us than them, no. Oh, it is. Oh, it definitely do, is. The only problem is they got more access to weapons, but so do we. Mm, yeah, but they got bigger weapons. That's the only problem. So they do got we. Tanks and bombs and shit. We don't have access to all that shit. Yeah, but you got one person in your crew that know how to operate the shit. <laughs> they got a bunch of people. They trained them. Unfortunately. Well, that's now, what I'm saying. If the question every... becomes the question becomes <laughs> if it comes down to that person having to choose between their family or their country, who they choose. That's the question. Hey, listen. But I'm just speaking hypothetically. Um, it's just a what if question. Yeah, this is just this is just, this is just a what if. Not not saying that there is one, but if there was. And speaking of equal pay or equal payment. Mm. Um. So locally, so the um a recent news story that broke out about a um, and it was on national news. It was on the Breakfast Club about Afro Future Fest. Ah, uh, yeah. Here in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And um, the controversy surrounding the festival was if you wanted the festival to purchase tickets, there were two price points for the early which, tickets. Which were? Um, if you were if you were um, if you were a person, person of color, color, there you go. You had a discount it rates. And if you were a white person or non person of color as it was. So either PLC or non PLC. If you were non PLC, your price was higher. And this, of course, caused outrage. I'm sure it did. The outrage was that we are separating people and we are not bringing people together. Pause. Isn't this the same thing that you fuckers did? They still do. Men still are doing it. Isn't there a word for that? Isn't there a word for that? I do believe it is called segregation. Um, so here's the thing. Um, you people are funny. Yeah, funny as hell. So here's my thing. Um, people like to bring. So I love when people try to keep say that black people <laughs> are quote unquote keeping racism alive. Um, they say that we are racist. Um, they say that we are like it's, it's, they say a lot of dumb shit. So whatever the case may be, my thing is this: if you are if you live in the hood for example and I've actually tested this theory I've seen it happen more times I actually wanted this when I was a kid actually because there will be times you from the hood so you you have real world experience but like what I always I noticed this um because there will be times no even when I'm I'm sorry so when I moved from the hood when I moved from my parents I was not I moved out to the suburbs Mm -hmm. and what I would notice is like, even if you go somewhere like McDonald's, for example, mm-hmm. you get the same thing in McDonald's out in the hood or Taco Bell out in the hood, out in, no, out in the suburbs. It's one price. But when I go to the hood, the price is higher. 
That's true. Which makes no sense because they have lower income in most cases. The, they're not. They don't make as much money. the The mean income in these places, the median, the mean income in these places, is not nearly as high. There's such a disparity in what black people or people in color in these inner cities make versus what their white counterparts make. Why are you charging, or why are you then charging more to those people than the people who actually have the money? That makes no sense whatsoever. Think. However, it's been happening forever. Mm. So for the first time, somebody said, you know what? I like that model, but I'm going to do it where it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make the people who actually have the lower income, hey, I'm going to give you a discount. You people who don't, who have more access, yeah, yeah, full how price. about y'all? Full price. Y'all pay this full price. Any up. It's not that fucking hard. But of course, you had all these people coming out, that's racist, blah, blah, blah. I guess there was one artist who said she had to pull out because her family is white and she doesn't feel like it's fair. My thing is this. Well, she's half half by half white. Right, so and she felt season like we playing both one, sides of the card. Right. She's like, well, one half of my family will have to pay more. I don't feel like it's fair. So I'm gonna um so I'm gonna pull, pull out. out. Here's my thing. If she's protecting her brand, whatever, I understand that's you you have every right to do that. At the same time, my thing is this. If a person, if a white person or Caucasian person, a non-person of color is truly, is truly people, you know, yeah, white people talking about they want their ally, their ally, their ally to the cause. If you truly consider yourself an ally and you truly understand what goes on in these inner city communities and how it's there's such a disadvantage to where you are in most cases. How is it then that you cannot understand why this is happening, why there should be no problem with it? Where I'm looking out for my people because my people, for the most part, don't have the same advantages or the same access that you people have. So I'm gonna say, you know what? Also, it's the Afro Future Fest. What, what you doing here, Jacob? What, what, what you what you doing here? Is is Afro future? I don't. And if you want to come, it's fine. They're not saying you can't come. All they're saying is, little homie, you gotta pay extra you got, you, dollars, bro. Right, you gotta pay that extra five, player. That's cool. It was like it was like a two or three dollars. It was like four dollar difference, maybe three. You you can, you could come to the cookout, but we're gonna need them three extra phones, player. <laughs> like we gonna we gonna need that pocket. Like people kill me trying to make because they, they try to turn it they try to change the narrative they try to say well black people are being racist or black people are doing this and they're keeping quote-unquote racism alive and these things and it's like they try to flip the narrative they always try to change the narrative or change the um uh, or extend the goalposts um so that they can try to turn shit around as to and that's just another way for them to to absolve themselves of um responsibility for just being racist bastards or for all the shit that they've, or for the systemic, um, the system they built and the system they continue to benefit from. And they can't take it. And so, whenever we try to do some shit, oh no, you doing this, oh no, black lives matter, no, all lives should matter, no motherfucker. Because clearly, you niggas don't believe that. Because when our motherfuckers are getting killed in the street, y'all say, well, what did they do? 
What did they do? Why did they do this? And why did they do that? And hey, blah, blah, and blah, blah, blah. So no, all lives created don't matter because it's very selective. Your view, you get to pick and choose whose lives matter. So you can't say all lives matter because you niggas are quite selective on whose lives matter. Mm. All we're telling you is, yeah, y'all may, yeah, we understand everybody's lives matter, but motherfucker right now, it don't seem like ours do. So we want to make sure we put it out there. Then guess what? We still matter because we're still human beings like you fuckers. And we shouldn't be sat in the street like fucking dogs for doing nothing, for not doing a goddamn thing. We always have to be the ones to over to to step out and say, "Hey, look at us! Hey, we're here! We're humans! Don't forget about us! Treat us like we're fucking exist! Treat us like humans! We shouldn't have to beg for the right to fucking exist! But every fucking day, you fuckers treat us like we do. So we decide the one time to say, "Hey, guess what? We gonna need you to pay us an extra few dollars for this event. We gonna look out for our people." Nigga, that's a hookup. That's all that is. That's all it is. It's a fucking hookup. That's the family discount. All baby. we did was put a family discount on the fucking site. That's it. That is y'all, it. Y'all always want a glimpse into what goes on in the black community. There's your there, glimpse. There you go. You have just seen the hookup in real time. And you niggas couldn't handle it. Afro so Future stop. Fest is the answer to so y'all got y'all got family discounts at your job or what? So stop asking to be a part of our culture, to experience our culture, to learn about our culture. If you're not to ready to participate in our culture. If you're not if ready you to pony like, up. If you don't like what that is. But don't sit here and try to twist the narrative to change the fact that yes, you motherfuckers are being largely benefited from the disparity of wage in this country. And now we want to do something for our own people and y'all can't take it. It's funny how y'all always want to complain when we try to do stuff for our own people. We don't complain when y'all do shit for y'all people. Because guess what? Nah. Y'all niggas been doing shit for y'all people since the beginning of fucking time. Mm-hmm. So the few times that we decide, hey, let's do we're going to hook us. our people up for a change. Here y'all come bitching. But no, that's wrong. That's racist. You're keeping us separate. Blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck up and stop. But y'all did it first, though. Exactly. We, we, we learned from you, you did folks. It first. We learned from y'all. We, we learned we from learned the best from examples. The <laughs> Pun intended. Uh-huh. 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 All right. So this last thing. One more thing. This is going to be funny. I'm going to have to move my mic a little bit for this one. Oh, this is gonna be fun. It's gonna be dozy. It's gonna be dozy. So. It's my Australian accent. Here's my thing. So Taylor Swift. Hmm. Um. Hmm. You know, Taylor Swift is a pretty popular artist. She's she's out here. She's out here. She's she's she out here. She's um. She's um pretty much made a career out of playing a victim. That's facts. She's um that's, that's that's facts. There's never a time where I don't hear Taylor Swift being caught up in some kind of drama. You know she uh you know she had to be for Kanye of course, mm-hmm. which was a thing. It was a thing for many many years. 
and um, it was um, you know, so Taylor Swift was always she was rather a popular star at that point. She was on the rise. That kind of shit took her to a whole nother level. Yeah, she she and she ate off of that. She rode that fucking shit. Yeah, she she rode that way years. <laughs> and it's, it's it's the funny thing about that is as she skyrocketed, Kanye plummeted. Well, all right, Kanye also Kanye, went away too. Yeah, but it, it was one, but it also became Kanye was in a different spot at that. Point. Yeah, but it also became a thing of the big black, black big, the big scary big, black big, guy big, against big, the big. little, the little oh my god, the little white girl. And they wrote that shit. She wrote that shit to fucking superstardom. Yeah, she became a fucking. She skyrocketed on that, on yeah. that shit. Yeah, and she wrote that shit for to the fucking wheels fall off, fell off. So with that being said, yeah, that that wave was Taylor stupid. is, and then um, her and Kanye apparently she he apologized. They yeah. supposedly made up, <clears throat> and then he comes out with um, Life of Pablo. Yeah, Life and of Pablo he, um, was a line on there that me and um, I, I me and Taylor might Taylor still have sex because I made that bitch famous. I made that bitch famous, and um, apparently he claims that she approved that line. And she came on and said, "No, I didn't approve the made that bitch famous part." Um, is what, and then the camera leaks the phone calls or recordings. So whatever the case may be. But of course, there was another instance where she played victim, and she likes to play victim. Oh, so very well. So in the case where she might even be a victim, and I don't really think she is in this case. I don't fucking care. So here's the story. Um, you heard name Scooter Braun before? No. So Scooter Braun is a pretty big manager, and he's he um he manages uh um Justin Bieber. He manages uh Asher Roth too. Huh. No okay. And a bunch of other people. Um, Demi Lovato now. A bunch of other people. He's managed a few people. So what happens is apparently um. She made this post on Tumblr, and she says so. She says that she claims she um, in her post that she uh, spent years attempting to gain ownership of the master recordings of her first six solo studio albums, mm-hmm. um, including the single. But I don't care about the singles. Um, she says she eventually chose to leave the label rather than signing a new contract because she assumed that the label Big Machine, which is the label she had been signed since she started. Um, she believed that they were going to be selling a company anyway. Mm-hmm. So she says, when I left my master's in Scott's hand, who was the CEO of the company, I made peace with the fact that eventually he would sell them. Um, never in my worst nightmare did I imagine the buyer would be Scooter. So what happens is, so she claims that, um, she claims that the CEO knew that she had spent years on the end of, quote unquote, a manipulative bullying from Scooter, who represents major acts such as Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, and Demi Lovato. So, um, what she claims is she said she was offered so she was up for a new contract a year ago. Mm-hmm. She said she was offered um, only offered to write to her masters if she signed a new contract with Big Machine and earned her old albums back one at a time, basically a one-for-one deal. So for every new album you make, you get one of your old albums as a master. This is what she says they said, the mm-hmm. contract said. Mm-hmm. Um, but she said she wrote, she wrote, she walked away from the label instead of agreeing to that and signed, and signed Universal. Now, 
the the CEO said that's not wrong. That's tr- that's not true, and even released the contract, which doesn't say that. So that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. The contract says as soon as she <clears throat> signed the contract, she was getting all her masters, and it was just the stuff. Future stuff would be different, but our other stuff she would have got. Right. So that's the first thing. So. Um, so what happens is, I guess, Big Machine sold all her masters to Scooter Braun. And she says that she found out um, let's see. So, and this is so they, they actually got wrote this. He actually posted this on his label's site. He said, so it's time for some truth. In regards to a post earlier today from Taylor, it's time to get some things straight. Taylor's dad, Scott Swift, was a shareholder in Big Machine Records. We first started all of his shareholders on June Thursday, June twentieth, for an official shareholder. I'm sorry, we first alerted all of his shareholders on Thursday, June twentieth, for an official shareholders call scheduled for Tuesday, June twenty fifth. On six twenty five, the call, the shareholders were made aware of a pending deal with Ithaca Holdings, and had three days to go over all of the details of the proposed transaction. We then had a final call on Friday, June 28th, in which the transaction passed with a majority vote of three to five shareholders voting yes with 92% of the shareholders on vote. Out of courtesy, I personally text Taylor at 9.06 Saturday, June 29th, to inform her her prior, prior to the story breaking on the morning of June 30th so she can hear it directly from me. Now, she claims that she found out when it broke on everybody, when the news broke everywhere else. That's not true. I guess it might somehow be possible that her dad, Scott, um, her uh, Thursday management lawyer, um, Jay, who represented Scott Swift on the shareholders' calls, or Thursday management executive, big machine shareholder, Frank Bell, who was on the shareholder calls, didn't say to us three people that should have, your dad, the very least, should have told you. Because uh-huh. they knew about it. Um, didn't say anything to Taylor over the past five days. I guess it's possible that she might not have seen my text. But I truly doubt that she woke up to the news when everyone else did. I'm attaching a, very, a few very important deal points in what was part of our official last offer to Taylor Swift to remain at Big Machine Records. Her 13th management team and attorney Don Passman went over this document in great detail and reported the terms to her in great detail. Taylor and, our, uh, Taylor and I then talked through the deal together. As you will read, 100% of all Taylor Swift assets were to be transferred to her immediately upon signing the new agreement. We were working together on a new type of deal for our streaming world that was not necessarily tied to albums, but more of a length of time. We're an independent worker company. We do not have tens of thousands of artists and um, recordings. My offer to Taylor for the size of our company was extraordinary, but it was also all I could offer as a responsible for a dozen artists' careers and over 120 executives and their families. Taylor and I remained on very good terms when she told me she wanted to speak to other record companies and and see what was out there for her. I never got in her way and wished her well. The morning that the new Taylor UMG announcement was going to be made, she texted me shortly before letting me know that the announcement was coming in a few minutes. As we both pulled on short, she would least salute each other and cheer each other on. Taylor had every chance in the world to own not just her master recording, but every video, photograph, everything associated with her career she chose to leave. 
As to her comments about being in tears or close to it, anytime my new partner Scooter Braun's name was brought up, I was certainly never experienced. I have ne- certainly never experienced that. Was I aware of some prior issues between Taylor and Justin Bieber? Yes. But there were also times where Taylor knew I was I was uh, close to Scooter and that Scooter was a very good source of information for upcoming album release tours, etc. And I reached out to him for information on our behalf. Scooter was never anything but positive about Taylor. He called me directly about Manchester to see if Taylor would be participate. She declined. So let's see. Yeah, this this whole story is sounding like a a victim playing story again. I'm sure there's a term for that, but um not thinking straight right now <laughs> but yeah this yeah. So, and this is also says he sent her on June 29th okay Taylor I hope all is well and congratulations on the success of your first two singers from Leather I can't wait to hear the entire app I want to pass along some courtesy that you passed along to me in regards to my future tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Central, the Wall Street Journal will announce that I enter into a merger acquisition with Scooter Braun and Ithaca Holdings. This move will give us more pop culture superpower than ever before, and I'm so excited about the future. I want you to know, and I'll continue to be proud custodian of your previous works, and will continue to keep you and your team abreast of all future plans for releases of your work. Nothing but the best. And he also includes the um, the contract, too. So, mm. we got two sides of this um, coin. Now, her 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 thoughts or her her accusations about bullying from Scooter Braun are not things he said to her directly. Her accusations about bullying have something have everything to do with his clients. So at one point he managed Kanye. He also, of course, he managed Bieber. So her claims about quote unquote bullying are about supposedly things his art has done, and her saying that he has something to do with it. What the fuck? That don't sound right at also, all. Also, again, she's playing victim, which, uh, which she's good at doing, so fuck her, but whatever. So, um, so Braun's alleged bullying, and that brings us to, so Swift claims to her post that she experienced incessant and manipulative bullying by Braun through actions of his past and current. So it's through actions of his clients, not him. Directly. Right, it's, it's not through Scooter. It's through the people. So she's so she's she's counting when Kanye interrupted the speech, as one. That's not his manager's fault. That's that's all. Yeah, you can't blame <laughs> a a, con, a manager for what the artist does. That that's that was all. Yeah, and that everybody makes, knows that, that makes no sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. And of course, then the song the song famous. You and then the, um, the video for famous. Of course, she was mad about that. For first off, hold on, hold on, hold on. How you mad about it when you agreed to be in the video? No, she wasn't in the video. But he made like they made like puppets or characters of all these like like sculptures of all these like mannequins of all these famous people. Like Trump was in there, everybody was in there. It was just, the video was him and it was him and I think it was him and Bear, or maybe it was Kim. I'm not sure. No, was, Kim was in there. It was a bunch of manne- mannequins of all these famous people in the bed, and it was all they were all fake. They weren't real people. Oh, those are all fake. They were all like dummies. I, oh, okay. They were all okay. dummies made of those people, so they weren't real. Because you had like Trump was in there, all them people was in there. No, because that okay. That's that's yeah. Hmm. She wasn't in the video. Her issue was, but she was complaining about the fact that they used her like likeness in the video. I see now. Right. But it was a dummy. It was like a. It was like it's like nobody painting a picture. You can't stop them painting a picture. Of you. It's not a real picture. Right. It's not like a. Right. It's, it's, it's sort of a likeness. So, um, and then wow. also during this time, um, 
when all this stuff was going on, there was a, a apparently it was a FaceTime call. Justin Bieber posted, and it was with him, Kanye West, and two other people. And in the caption, he said, "Taylor, what up?" And and the, and then one of the people on the FaceTime was um, Scooter. And so she uh, she said, "This is bully, Scooter Braun bullying me on social media." Shut the fuck up. Seriously. So now Scooter has stripped me of my life works. Now I wasn't given the opportunity to buy. No, you did that. You chose to walk away. You walked away from owning all your masters. She's so full of shit. Um. Oh my god. And um, of course, other people have taken sides. Uh, Bieber, of course. So. Of course. Bieber posted. Because he apologized for the previous post from 2016 in the FaceTime call. He says, Hey, Taylor, first of all, I'd like to apologize for posting that hurtful Instagram post at the time. I thought it was funny, but looking back, it was distasteful and dissensitive. I have to be honest, though. It was my caption in the post that I screenshotted of Scooter and Kanye that said Taylor Swift was up. He didn't have anything to do with it, and it wasn't even part of the conversation in all actuality. He was the person who told me not to joke like that. Scooter has had your back since the days you graciously let me open up for you. As the years have passed, we haven't crossed paths and gotten to communicate our differences, hurts, or frustrations. So for you to take it to social media and get people to hate on Scooter isn't fair. What were you trying to accomplish by posting that blog? Seems to me like it was to get sympathy. You also knew that in, um, in posting that, your fans would go and believe Scooter. Anyway, one thing I know um, is both Scooter and I love you. I feel like the only um, way to resolve conflict is through communication. So banter back and forth online, I don't believe um, solves anything. I'm sure Scooter and I will love to talk and resolve any conflict, pain, or any feelings that need to be addressed. You know, Scooter, I have anything negative to say about you. Um, we truly want the best for you. I usually don't. Um, rebut um, things like this, but when you try to face someone, I love care, um, loves character. I, that's across the line. And he's right because, and, that, and that's coming from she Justin only, Bieber. She only posted that shit because she wanted sympathy. Because what she does, mm. Taylor, all she wanted her to do, her fans to do, she wanted to stick her fans on Scooter and try to get them to bully him. She don't like the situation. She's mad that somebody she quote unquote doesn't like owns her masters now. She's upset about it. But, you walked but away you from walked your masters. Away from it. If you already knew they were going to sell them, you can't deem me mad who they sell them to. Because again, you chose you to chose walk to away walk away from the fucking contract. So once you walk away, you don't have any control on who he sells them to. Like you're a fucking child. You're too old for this. You're too old to be a fucking child still, and you're still doing that same dumb shit. And I'm sick of it. I'm fucking sick of it. Done. You play victim all the fucking time, and it's just been going on for years, and it's just the latest um episode of it. You're blaming him for things his artists did, not him. And the, and the crazy thing about it is when Justin Bieber is calling you out on your dumb shit, is is the problem. Is a, is a problem. It's a monumental problem. You get you get. <laughs> A guy like Justin Bieber, who's pretty much been through it all, wouldn't you say? I guess some fans are calling for her to supposedly um, to maybe re-record her albums. That may be an option for her. I guess. I mean, it's but... possible JoJo just did that when she really saw her stuff. So, I mean, it's possible to do that. But, yeah, again, but you, you could have had your you shit and you walked had, away from you it. You could have had your original recordings had you not walked away. You weren't thinking. No, she was thinking. She wasn't. She knew exactly what she was doing. But the only thing is, she was she she wouldn't have had a problem if he had sold them to anybody else. 
you well, have a problem. You have a supposed, problem with Scooter. You have a problem with Scooter, or you have a problem with some of his clients, and so somehow now that all cast aspersions on Scooter because you don't have a you don't like him. Fuck you. Fuck you for being a victim all the fucking playing victim all the time. You're you're trying to get your fans to stick on Bruce Scooter for no reason because you don't you're mad. Like you're being a fucking child and I'm tired of it. And you've been playing victim for fucking last 10, 15 years now. You big this man. This shit's annoying. You this big shit's man. annoying. And I don't even think it's fifteen years. I'm, I'm exaggerating, but it's still a long ass. It's time. still a long ass time. It's still a long ass time. You need to stop. You need to go the fuck up. You ain't a fucking you ain't nineteen year no more. What that shit, you, 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 you know, this is this is like this is the second thing you done stupid when you stole Beyonce's performance at the fucking awards Ooh. and now you're doing this shit. like come on now stop, like stop, stop being a rip off shut the fuck up and sit down have a you seat you walked away you left your shit on the table and school was like yo let that. me get that table let me get that table I take that table I take that I don't feel sorry for you swipe <laughs> bye bye swipe or no swiping oh man Darn, missed it by that much. Mm-hmm. Gotta be quicker than that. Oh, almost had it. <laughs> so, with that being said, I don't really care about Taylor Swift. I just thought that was funny <clears throat> that she wanted to play victim again because that's what she does best. Would you say that she now has bad blood? You're stupid. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, aside from that, I don't have shit else to say. I think I'm done. Um. And, um. One time for ASAP Rocky. I know free, I said it earlier before. Free ASAP. Free ASAP. Free free pretty Blacko. Free pretty Blacko nigga. Yeah. Free, pretty Flacco nigga. Yeah. So what he, you can't say pretty Flacco. Pretty like Flacco Jody. You said Blacko. My brain doesn't work right now. But uh, free free pretty Flacco, Jody. All right, nigga. So with that being said. We're going to sign off. Um, you can check out the podcast um, on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Podbean. all those, uh, Google Play. All um, them joints. All dude. them joints. Um, we're all also, um, you can follow the podcast on Down With The King Podcast on IG, um, Down With The King Podcast on <coughs> Facebook, um, DWTK Pod on Twitter. Bloop, bloop. Um, you, if you want to email the podcast, if you got questions, you want to get suggestions on topics, something you want to hear about, um, if you ever want to, you know, guest host on the podcast, hit us up. Also, can you hit us up at Down With The King Podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can hit me up on um, the real uh, real Will K. That's T H A on Twitter and Instagram. Um, he's on uh, Instagram as uh, Go Hoogan's Revenge. Sir, yes, sir. Sir, yes, sir. Uh, so, with that being said, um, for C Way, I am Will K. The King. This is the Down With The King Podcast. Signing off, you bitch ass niggas. You. You.